Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Welcome back to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and that, of course, that you hear the ears flapping, that is the Honorable Tesla, and my very lovely special co-host, Mr. Jim Sprain Train... I'm sorry, Miss... I can't say a fucking lie today. (laughs) At all. (laughs) Fuck. I'm sorry, Jim Strange Pork. I got a little tongue-tied there. I kept it in, mainly because of Jim's laugh. I love Jim's <laughs> laugh. So, Jim! Oh, I love you. Oh, that's really weird. Now the whole internet knows. My laugh loves you more, though. Oh, uh, okay. So, Jim! Tell the people what we do here, and why Absolutely. we do what we do here. Well, why is because we're crazy. That's just, you know... We're not, like, oh. psycho-crazy, though. No, no, no. Just the, the good kind of crazy, you know? Um, like, we love this show so yeah. much that we decided to do a non-profit at all. We do not get paid for this at all. But we do send uh, requests to Matt all the time, to all of the creators and everyone. Uh, yeah, they just don't listen. I lost track. Oh, yeah. So, we are a Futurama fan podcast. Found it again. Um, we take it upon ourselves do the entire world a favor of watching the hit animated sci-fi series Futurama. We take each episode, we will break it down for you. We're going to talk about what happened in the episode, give you some fun facts, talk about some of the things we loved about the show, and uh, talk about some things we want from the future. And keep in mind, in case you were wondering, uh, this episode is in fact in the correct order. You are not mixed up if you are watching or listening to this one you're not watching us, I hope. <laughs> I don't think uh, they can. I only record the audio. I don't know what I do with the video afterwards. Yeah, you know. It just gets uploaded to another site. Yeah. Um, But we are doing this in production order. That is the order that they were made in. The order that the creators wanted them to be seen in originally. And then they got broadcast out of order. So blame the Fox Network. They screwed it up, not us. And they uh, also uh, got rid of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now that is timestamped. Now people know when we recorded this. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, NBC, Futurama, just saying, just saying. By the way, I uh, just got to say one thing. I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Love it. I love that show. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on to... The Hulking! Episode 18 of Season 2. I love how instead of your usual read, you almost like screamed it angrily. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't really go, The Hulking! I can't really deliver yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can't project it as well. Yeah. So, like, go with the horror theme. You know? The Hulking! Yeah, scream it angrily. Yeah. Uh, it was originally released on November 5th. 2000 uh but jim i hear the the listeners might be saying into their headphones but wait the last episode they recorded 
They said it was November 26, 2000. And this is technically season three. That's right. That's right. If you go by broadcast order or by the order on Hulu, which is streaming it right now. Um, so if you go by production order, which is the order on the DVDs and the Blu-rays, uh, I assume I, I've been watching it on DVDs and Hulu. Yeah, so uh, have I. I guess they went production order too. This is production order. This is the order they were made in, not the order they broadcast, not the order they aired, but the order they were made. So this is still season two, episode 18. This is not season three, episode one that the broadcast was. Yeah. I know we just went over that 30 seconds ago and you're probably like, wait, you just went over this. We just wanted to clarify to make sure you guys were listening. We don't want to get those angry emails. Exactly. All the other ones send them our way, but not those. I like how I like how Tesla has his head tilted. Like what? What? He's shocked. Tesla Tesla watched on Hulu. He's like, oh my gosh, Dad! I stole your Hulu password. I've been watching it to catch up, and I've been listening with my little dog ear pods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we uh, so the caption is Smellovision users insert your nostril tubes now. Yes. Uh, and also we get Bold King Cole, 1936. That's right, yes. Uh, and we kind of get like an abrupt opening. Like it's not a cold opening, just an opening. Like a, yeah. we get this robot that we don't know who he is, dies. Yes. And then they go, alert the next of kin. And then it shows Bender being Bender, but spelling Bender incorrectly and very loudly. Yes. And Hermes puts him on mute, which is amazing. Yes. I love that Bender has a mute button. I love that Bender has a remote control that never comes up again. Yeah, and, and why? Because it's not like Bender has always worked for Planet Express. Why does Hermes have it? Maybe it comes standard issue with his model. Maybe. Maybe, um, maybe he got a universal. Univer- That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so then basically hands out the mail... And he get, he goes, oh, Amy, Fry, uh, here's uh, Bra, what was it, is it Brawfield Magazine, I believe? Yeah, like Fry, Fry and Amy both get like lingerie catalogs. Yeah. And Leela gets the bulk underwear yeah. catalog. Which, what was the joke? Because I was listening to the commentary. What did she say? She sends one email or it's something? Like, yeah, yeah, order one time and they never, you never get off the mailing list or something like that. Yeah, which is which is funny, uh, and so then uh, Bender gets a stamped envelope with um, was it black a black stamp mark I believe it's like a black seal. On yeah, it. which means death in uh, Futurama. I mean not yeah. Futurama, but in the year three thousand. Yeah, it means death, and I love how they how Hermes unmutes him. I love that the fact that he remembers to unmute him. Yes. Because I really expected the second you muted him, and I'm like, I know Bender speaks again in this episode. I bet this is going to be an inconsistency thing. And he unmutes him, I'm like, oh, I guess they thought about it too. Yeah. I unmute him, and he finds out that his, his great uncle Vlad, I believe. Yeah, Uncle Vladimir. And so then he he's like, oh. And I love how he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Bender. And what did he say afterwards, too? Because they were laughing so much on the commentary. That he was saying something that was like, I hope it's one of the people I hate. Oh, man. I was like, I hope it's someone I don't like. I hate those guys. And when he finds out it's someone he loves, um, I don't remember what, but like they decide they got to fly out there. I don't remember what the joke was there. 
Right, but he gets kind of sad, I think. Yeah. And then um, he makes everyone go with him to the reading of the will. Yeah. And oh, that's probably, like, they probably saw the reading of the will and was like, well, I'm rich. Yep. Uh, and then we get, uh, <clears throat> uh, we get to go to, uh, thermos, thermostat. Yes. The, <laughs> the Eastern European country basically looks like it's in the 1800s, but it's made, it's, uh, completely with robots. Yeah, it's like a robot version of, like, a Transylvania. Yeah. Uh, and so then, you know, they're walking around and they're like, and... Uh, I forgot what they mentioned, something about the castle, and everybody freaks the fuck out, and everybody leaves. Yeah. And they're all like, but one of my favorite jokes is when they're trying to land, and they land in the spider web. <laughs> yes. They take a second. Yeah, yeah. It was a heck of a spider web. Yes. Uh, and then we also get to the point where they're, uh, they're basically like, no, some people say they're crazy, and those people are us. Uh, I like how uh, the professor goes, it's just probably robot mumbo-jumbo. Mumbo, maybe. Jumbo? Perhaps. <laughs> like, that is... I think he says those exact words. I'm not sure exactly. But that's a funny... That was a funny joke. I thought that was pr- pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. A great little... Like, the the suspicious, the, the superstitious old man who knows everything in the horror movie. Yeah, uh, and then we got to the reading of the will, and the butler gets jack shit. Yes. <laughs> I love how he's going. Like, I love because it's actually possible if you uh, if you die when you write your will, if you leave anything to anyone, like they have to attend the reading of the will. Like you, you don't go if you don't get anything, so you know you're getting something. So it's it's actually a thing where people do this. If you want to screw someone, you literally leave them a single penny. Wow! Can you and say that's what he did to the butler? Can you say nothing at all, or no? Like you, you have to leave them something, or they don't go. Mm. But if you can leave someone a single penny, and they have to go to the reading of your will to be told they're getting, I mean, a penny. Oh wow! And then I like how uh, I like how the his daughter is his daughter and son. It was uh, his son and his girlfriend, yeah. like his son who never learned the meaning of a dollar. And they get like the his entire wealth. Yeah. And then Bender gets the castle, and like I was like, let's sleep there tonight on the grounds that you sleep there for one. Oh, I knew there was a catch <laughs> like that. It's funny because it's something that Bender was already doing, but the fact that he had the fact to has to makes yeah. it worse. Uh, and then I like the bats flying and hitting each other. Yes, which I think that's funny. Uh, and then, uh, we're sitting there talking, and I like how, you know, they're just regularly talking, all of a sudden, all you hear is, Ooh! Or was it Thunderclap? I think it was a Thunderclap. I think it was a Thunder, yeah. I don't know, whatever. Uh, and then, uh, we get to the point where Zoidberg laughs, but it's also a ghost laugh as well. And then we have a photo of Commodore 64, which follows them wherever they go. Yes. Uh, and so then they're in a parlor, I believe? Is that what it looks like they're in? Kind of, yeah. Like an old parlor in a castle. So they're in the, uh, they're in the parlor, and they have, you know, they're in a fireplace with no mirror above the fireplace, right? Right. No no mirror above the fireplace. And then in blood, what is exactly written, because I want to get this correct. Um, 
it is zero one zero one one zero zero one zero one. All right. And then all of a sudden, they go, what does it mean? It's nothing. It's complete gibberish. And then they turn around to a mirror that's there for some strange fucking reason is there. Bender freaks the fuck out and runs away. Yes, because he sees what it says in the mirror. Yeah. And it's just, I want to save that for later because I think it would be funny. Uh, but yeah. but basically, Bender is running away from a flying toaster, a hologram flying toaster, and the old Windows hologram. Yes. And then his his great uncle Vlad comes up and he's like, Bender, join me. And then all the other ghosts come up and he starts freaking the fuck out so he runs away. Uh, and then I love how the professor, unbeknownst to the professor, he doesn't know that Bender's being chased by anything. They go out to find out, you know, the old Scooby-Doo type thing to find out what's happening. They find out that all the robots are hooked up to the modem box that are hooked up to the castle. So yeah. that's how the, uh, everything's done. And I know you like I know you like Hermes, so I'm going to let you take this one. So basically the professor kind of talks about what it is. And Hermes goes, oh, hey, oh, that's what it means. Yes, those words I just said are exactly what it means. Yes. Because it's like, of course, that's exactly what it means. The professor just said that, Hermes. What are you doing? Oh, I love Hermes so much. Uh, And then um, Bender gets hit by a car, which I love the iconic scene of Bender just like, what's that noise? And then the light, the headlights come on behind him. And it's not a hover car. It's not. It's a car with wheels. Yes. Which no one understands the wheels. Apparently. Despite the fact that Fry tried to show them what wheels were. Yes. Uh, and so then it hits Bender and he's all damaged up. And so then, and after he hits him, the car howls at the and moon. Honks. And honks. <laughs> at the honk. Honk, 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 Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, and so then they find Bender, and he's all beaten up, and they try to tell him what it is, but he's like, "No, it's like a, it's like a fox with wheels." And I like how he's like, "We don't understand you," and I like how Leela's like, "I do," and they're all like, <gasps> "They all kind of freak out for a little bit." Yeah, and so then uh, this is a this I know this section you really like too. I'm gonna do the third the the. The, the third se- act? Yeah, so you go ahead and take yeah. this section. So, um, for at, at this point, they all they head back to New, New York, um, and they're back home, uh, and Bender comes into the office talking about how he's had nightmares about that car hunting him and, and running him over, uh, and that's when it's revealed that there was another... People, some people were run over by a car similar to the one Bender described. A hit and run. That's what a hit yeah, and run hit is. Yeah, a hit and run. Uh, and uh, it happened last night by the robot porno theater, to which Bender realizes that he was in that general area uh, last night and thinks that this car has come back to finish him off and it's hunting him down. Uh, and then uh, the next day... Uh, after another car is chasing down some squatters who are trying to, like, break into cars, Bender awakens in an impound lot, uh, having no idea what's going on. He's covered in transmission fluid. But wait, before we go on, can we talk about those two characters? 
Because I feel like those two characters need at one, like, just this one-shot episode, because they are hysterical. Yes. I love how they're, like, they're, they're, ba- they're, they, they just break crime, they break cars, but yet they go to church. Yes. And I like how they know what a golden marmoset sounds like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they live in a place called Squat, squ- the Squatch, the, the Squatters, or the Squatchy, or something. I don't know. But it's, yeah. it's a term about squatting, basically. Yeah, they're just these homeless guys that break things. Basically. I love how the car comes out and attacks him through the fucking elevator. Like, how the hell did he get on top? Yes. Like, yes. I'm sorry, but that, I'm like, alone, I'm like, that needs a one-shot episode. Go on. Yes. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, after that whole thing, uh, Bender is freaking out and goes to get advice from the gypsy at the carnival, which, one of my favorite things, I think Bender's done it multiple times now, where uh, he says about something, and damn the expense, and then we cut to him having to pay, going, damn the expense, <laughs> as he pays. Yeah. <laughs> I love that gag. I think it happens a couple times, I know. But it's one of my favorite gags that they'll give him. Um, and so uh, he goes to the gypsy woman who tells him that he is now a wear car, uh, doomed to turn into a car each night, killing people, eventually killing his best friend. Um, and that the only way to cure this is to hunt down the original wear car and kill the original wear car, unless he wants to kill himself. Right. <laughs> she gets very enthusiastic about killing him. Um. And so, uh, Leela and Fry, uh, weld him to the wall of his apartment, which he shares with Fry, because they don't want him to kill Fry. Um, and so they weld him to the apartment wall, uh, so that he won't turn into this wear car and murder Fry. And Fry and Leela both walk home, which, again, Fry lives with Bender, so I don't know where he was going. Um, what did Leela say she had to go do at home? She had, oh, God, something stupid, as I recall, like, something... Pointless and meaningless to show how meaningless her life is without those two guys. Yeah, yeah, that's basically, um, and so they both walk off in different directions as Bender starts to transform into a car and just rip off the wall, um, because clearly, if he turns into an entire car, he can't stay welded to the wall. Right. Um, and so they are, like, both walking, and they hear him howling and honking and kind of get freaked out and walk a little faster. Uh, and eventually, um, he chases down Leela instead of ben- uh, Fry. Um, he chases down Leela and tries to kill her, and that pisses Fry off. And I love how upset Fry is that he's not getting chased after. Like, that... Yes. Like, he's so pissed that Bender's not trying to kill him. Uh, and Leela catches him with, like, the big giant magnet at the impound lot. Uh, and they basically hold him up up there until he wakes up in the morning. Well, you forgot the cutscene where it cuts to the third act. And it's like, Leela's about to get hit. And she's like, ah! And then it cuts. And then it opens back. The act opens back up. And Leela runs through the fence. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay. And so then, basically, they decide to go hunt the wear car down. So they go back to the wear car, and they're like, oh, let's go back. And everybody's like, cursed. Yeah, I know. We're cursed. 
Like, we got it! Uh, and so then, it's just funny how, how he's like, oh, they're cursed, blah, blah, blah. And so they find the guy, and I love how the pitchfork hits Bender in the face, but doesn't do any damage to Bender. Yeah, because he's a robot. Yeah. As <laughs> he's like, the original, I was, uh, I was bird watching, and I got hit. So then they go to Antarctica, and they talk to the robot there, and she's like, yeah, that was the me. The abominable snowmobile. Yes. The abominable snowmobile. And she's like, yeah, that was me. But I got hit by the original wear car. Come to find out, it's Calculon. Yes. Which, okay, how does that happen? So, because he's... he's no, 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 no. But, like, how did they get away with that? Like, I guess they wrote this elaborate backstory and we haven't seen him at night. So maybe that's why. But, I mean, come on. Cal- That's true. Calculon has had to turn into a wear car. Like, does he lock himself in somewhere so he turns into a wear car? That's true. Well, I guess if he's already murdered his best friend. I guess he doesn't have to really worry about anything. But, come to find out that he changes his appearance every couple decades or so to keep out suspicion. He's basically been a ton of people. He's been Thesbabot, David Duchovny, you know... <laughs> A bunch, That's a great one, too. Uh, which I laughed so hard at. I'm like, holy shit, is he David Duchovny? <laughs> well, we've also already seen David Duchovny's head in a jar in the head museum, too. Exactly. So. Uh, but, no, it's just funny how it's like, how it has all these has it has it all these elements. And he goes into an elaborate backstory about as he was there on the night that the wear car was born. And he was, for some reason, I don't know why the hell this is possible. But, and I love the creators of the show said this. Why is a per is a is a robot who puts an arm on the car called Calculon? Like why? <laughs> Especially because they literally went with it too. Like yeah. he's already changed his name over the years, but they let him be called Calculon one Yeah. And so then he basically puts on what's called Project Satan, which which I haven't listed what they have. So the steering wheel of Hitler's car, okay? The blinker, I'm sorry, the left blinker of Charles Manson's car. And the wheeled wipe, the windshield wipers of Kit, the car who played Kit. Yes. Not Kit, the car who played Kit. And there's something else I'll, I'll reveal later. But basically they're like, oh yeah. And then he runs over Calculon and he honks. That's- yeah. Uh, yeah, instantly kills yeah. Calc- or tries to kill Calculon. Right. Uh, so then, <laughs> then that happens, <clears throat> and then uh, he he go he comes back from his memory. He's like, yeah. He's like, do you know where the original wear car is? Yes. It's either in Paris, or more likely, the abandoned and the abandoned Chrysler building where it was performed. Then why the fuck did you say Paris? Which is great, because literally, as he's saying that, they're standing in Paris looking around in front of the Apple Tower. It's like, why did you go to Paris if you knew the other place? Like, okay. I mean, why not go to Paris, you know? Right. And so then, they do the whole, you know, the thing like, oh, hey, you know. Blah, and then we find out to reveal that Calculon's a thousand years old. Yes. And by the way, Project Satan happened in 2019. That's true. Um, Next year. Exactly. 
Unless you're listening to this next year, in which case, it already happened. Or it's about to happen. Or what happens if you're listening to this while they're fixing the car? Oh, man. Keep that car away from me. Oh, jeez. The inception of it all. Um, And so then... Uh, they find out where, where he is, so they find out who, and who does the voice of Project Satan, the original wear car? <sighs> oh, whatever. I'll go into it. You, I'll tell them the thing. You find out who did the original voice. Okay. And so basically, they like have this thing where they're like, oh, they're going to shove a solid silver potato in the exhaust pipe of, of the wear car, but they can't because... He has the electric motor of Ed Bentley, which I don't get that reference. I don't get the electric car reference. You should look that one up, too. Okay. I don't get that one either. But uh, Also, it is the voice of David Herman. That's it. David Herman, the guy who does the voice of Scruffy. That's it. Yes. So look up the electric car of Ed Bentley. I don't, I don't get the joke. But whatever. So, basically, they try and do it, and Bender attacks Fry, and he, I love how Fry's excited for it. He's like, yes! Yes, you're chasing me! Oh my god, I'm so excited! And so then, Leela chases the wear car away, and into another room where it, I love that it says ramps for, what does it say exactly? It says ramps? I forgot what it, but it says, it basically says ramps to get away with them for having ramps, and buses. So they, yeah. they, they, they glide in the air, and it looks like the wear car and Bender are about to hit each other, but they barely miss each other. And I thought Fry's in the inside of Bender this entire time that's happening. So the wear car falls on the ramp, and it's by the furnace where he was originally sitting. And I love how at the beginning, Fry and uh, Bender and Leela are trying to get you know the wear car to calm down, you know, to be like it's cool. And then midnight happens and he freaks the fuck out. Yeah. He goes inside the furnace and starts to melt and releases the wear code. And uh, Bender transforms back into himself and he freaks out and he runs up. He runs down and he's still got a tire on his, I think it's his uh, right leg. And he freaks out and he goes, ah! And it turns. uh, And then come to find out, I love how they think that they killed Fry. But Fry's really inside of Bender. Yes. All crushed up. And he comes out and drinks the beer. And it's Bender's last beer. And then yes. I love how Bender's pissed at him and tries to kill him. <laughs> yes. Which is like, really? Uh, yes. So yeah, so that is basically, that's the, that's the episode. It's a really good episode. Yes. Basically, it's a, it's a play upon the black cat or... Like all the old, like with the wolf man and... Yeah. yeah, Frankenstein, Dracula, all it's all stemmed from that. Yeah, uh, those old classic horror films. So did you find out, because uh, I, I want to do fun facts, so did you find I out? I did, so okay. if you want, I can open on that one. Go ahead and open it. Go ahead with yours. So I looked up, uh, Bentley is a, a car manufacturer, so I assumed something with their electric car. And here's the thing, uh, they're actually, they've never invented an electric motor, but they are inventing one. Uh, they've got one to try and compete with Tesla that's coming out next year. Oh. The oh, year okay. that Project Satan was made. Wow. <laughs> so, well called. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, then, uh, a Commodore 64 uh, is obviously named after the computer. 
Yes. Uh, and then Matt Groening's favorite joke of this episode was the Mumbo, maybe. Jumbo? Perhaps not. That was his favorite line, was that one. That's funny. It's a great line. Yeah. I'm going to let you go ahead and go with the fun facts uh, for the uh, for the 1001. Yeah, yeah. So, so the what is the gibberish? Of that. The yeah. gibberish. So the binary of that, when it is written on the wall, it comes up to the number 357. Okay. But when it is completely reversed, uh, it is the number 666. Okay, so I did I did guess it correctly because I had a feeling it was the number 666, but I didn't know what it was in the opposite binary. Yeah, it just becomes 357. Oh, okay. Which is just gibberish. Which is hysterical. That's why I love Bender freaks the fuck out about that. Yes. Uh, do you have any more fun facts uh, before we uh, go to things I want? Um, This episode is also the first time Bender uses the word butt. Wow. Instead of the word ass, um, when he calls Calculon McButt as opposed to Macbeth. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Because he was dressed as... Yes. 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 Oh, my God. What happens if people are listening to it in the theater? We've said it. It's cursed. We'll, we'll, the Scottish play. We'll, we'll make that joke. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so things I want. I want a modem to hook up to my body after I die. You know, so I can haunt, you know, the people who live in my house. Nice, nice castle full of robot ghosts, you know. Yeah. And I want to read The Curse of the Wear Car. I want that book. Because it can't be that long of a book. I mean, it's only, what, like three cars? Yeah. Uh, and also, The Gypsy Robot Woman. I know I probably said I, yes. I want her before because she's hysterical. Has she shown up before or was this her first episode? This might be her first I think this is her first, yeah, this is her debut. Oh, but we've seen her so much that it, yeah. Yeah, she's she's hilarious. She's one of the highlights of this episode. Yeah, and that's, uh, Tress McNeil. Yeah, yeah. Um. What about things Yeah, I gotta agree with you on, on her and, um. The whole uh, wear car thing. I gotta say, that's that's pretty funny. Like, I, I love that that whole thing. I would like a car that, you know, you know a robot that transforms into a car. But oh. not like a transformer, a wear car. Yeah. Did you get, uh, did you see Bender's bumper sticker? No, I'm trying to remember. If you can read this, I ran you over. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I know it's horrible, a horrible joke. I do not condone that at all, but that's pretty funny. It is a good one. I like that. All right, guys. So that is our uh, show. We can find us on lowrandpictures.com. Thank you, Marty and Eric Zerber, for letting us use your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram on Holland Sci-Fi. And you can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail. Please notify, specify, hey, this is for the future I'm one. Not Cinemagems, your other podcast that releases every Friday. Not Futurama, that re- is a bi-weekly that releases every other Sunday. Yeah, guys, that's our show. You got anything else before we head out, Jim? That's it for me, Apple. All right, so wipe your hooves and see you later. Bye.